That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Rest in peace, Internet Explorer. I fondly remember using you and being amazed at your integration with Windows. Hey, Tweety and Facebag, don't kick any Florida politicians off your corrupt platforms. It's the law. Gee, it seems that the government is beginning to come to the same conclusion a lot of us came to many months ago, that the COVID virus just might have originated from a lab in Wuhan. China. Dog COVID. What? Yeah, that's a thing now. John Senna. You're just I guess you've been devil. bought and paid for by the CCP. Good luck with that, bro. I'm sure you can tell from my voice that I'm a little off today. Friday evening, I developed a sore throat, and by Saturday evening, I had a fever to go along with that sore throat. Yesterday, I went for a COVID test just to be sure. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know I had a COVID vaccine back in April. If I did have COVID, I was going to be awfully upset. As it turned out, I do not have COVID. Just a plain common cold or flu. Something I haven't had in years. I'm still not back to 100%, so this will be a shorter episode than usual, hopefully. I know I'm late, but I just couldn't muster the strength to record yesterday, so forgive me. Tech News. First up from Gizmodo.com. June 2nd. And don't forget to mark your calendars. It's the day that everyone's favorite CCP-inspired tech company, Huawei, China. is releasing its long-awaited new <clears throat> operating system. It's called Harmony OS. Now, don't get too excited. Sources say Harmony OS is nothing but a forked version of Android 10 with an empty app store. By the time this makes it to Huawei's hardware, Android 12 will be available. No wonder dear leader Uncle Ren has circulated an email expressing the need for Huawei to focus on software and to lower standards by recruiting Western monkey people to help them. I guess recruiting non-Chinese people, as dear leader Uncle puts it, is the last resort if the company can't steal the source code they need. I'm calling Harmony OS dead on arrival. Continuing with Huawei... According to the what seems to be a CCP mouthpiece, the WashingtonPost.com, Huawei is cozying up to Russian universities to help replace the loss of access to Western technology, especially computer chip technology. 
specifically software code for said semiconductors. Huawei is throwing bags of money around Russian universities, but even if they succeed at designing a chip which can compete with Western designs, building a fabrication plant will be its next obstacle. Not everyone in Russia is happy about this new relationship with Huawei and the CCP. Many Russian security firms warn that the Chinese are infiltrating their communications industry and are hiring away talent from domestic companies. We'll see how this all plays out. Well, where are they? Where are the AirPods 3? May 18th and the 28th have come and gone. I guess the leakers got that one wrong. Well, besides these stories, nothing else caught my interest. My theory is that the tech companies are holding out until after Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference on June 7th. Once that's over, they'll make their announcement, lest they be overshadowed by the big fruit company. Tech I'm using. Hey, nothing much to report on here, but hey, Father's Day is coming. I'm enjoying uh, Apple CarPlay in my new vehicle, but there's room for improvement. iOS knows my schedule and will tell me how long my commute to work is, but it won't reflect this on the CarPlay display. It would be nice if it did. And now my Aura Ring, which is turning out to be my hero. You know, the ring tried to warn me that I was getting sick, but of course I didn't pay attention. Last week, I started a new workout regimen involving a medicine ball, kettlebells, and dumbbells. The idea was to do a shorter but more intense workout, no more than 20 minutes. Well, I guess this old fart body wasn't with the program, and by Friday, the Aura software was recommending I take a rest day due to the fact that my body temperature had increased, and so had my resting heart rate. Of course, I read all that after I had done leg day under the new workout regimen. Now, usually my readiness rate, according to Aura, is between the mid and high 80s. Friday was down to 75. Uh, I felt okay Saturday morning and went to an unrelated doctor's appointment, but my throat was kind of sore. By the time I came home for the day, I could barely swallow, and my legs were stiff as a board. My readiness rating was down to 58, and by the evening, I was feverish and had to go to bed. I awoke a Sunday morning, still feverish, with a readiness rating of 30. The lowest it had ever been, and I felt it. I didn't think I had COVID, but I'm not a doctor, and I don't even play one on TV. So just to be sure, I made an appointment to get tested. Even though I've had the vaccine, many people have been vaccinated and still get COVID. Well, I received my negative result this morning, which was a relief to my household. This taught me to trust my aura ring, and I'll be taking its recommendations more seriously in the future. Entertainment News Last episode, I reported on the rumor that Amazon was interested in buying the film studio MGM. Well, according to the rap.com, this is no longer a rumor as Amazon purchased MGM for a cool 8.45 billion bucky smackaroos on Wednesday. Old Jeff Bezos, founder and former CEO of Amazon, says the company will, quote, reimagine and develop MGM for the 21st century, unquote. I don't know what that means, but I hope they don't politicize scripts to push an agenda. I mean, you know, we already have plenty of that and China butt kissing going on. I also hope this doesn't trigger an Amazon price increase. <laughs> Not to be left behind, 
Roku has inked a deal with Saban Films, which will give the company exclusive broadcast rights of the studio's movies and shows. They will be streamed on Roku's ad-supported channel. This is according to the MotleyFool.com. While not as earth-shattering as Amazon's purchase of MGM, it's a first for Roku and gives them more exclusive content. You know, maybe I should fire up the old Roku and have a look-see at what's going on with that platform. If you've been a listener of this show for a while, you may remember me reporting on a story many, many episodes ago about how Lionsgate Studio, makers of American Psycho, Hostel, Crank, and other pretty cool movies, had decided to become the wokiest of the woke studios. Looking at their current and future release schedule, it doesn't seem to be happening, at least to its franchise films like John Wick. We'll have to wait and see if the company's wishes will come true. You'll know that they went woke when you see scripts that are nothing but one long virtue signal. Podcast news. Say it ain't so, Joe. According to an article on InsiderRadio.com, YouTuber come podcaster Mark Markiplier Fishbach has unseated Joe Rogan as the number one podcast on Spotify. Old Markiplier brought some of his 29 million YouTube followers with him to debut at number one. We'll see if Mr. Fishbach can hold that position. Myself, I could care less. It's bad enough we have what seems to be hundreds of well-financed celebrities deciding to start podcasting each month, and now we have an invasion of YouTube millionaires into the space. I'm just bitter and old and sick. And speaking of celebrity-hosted podcasts, a flurry of articles have come out from various sources decrying the never-ending parade of celebrity podcasts and how it's damaging and lowering the standards of podcasting. Most celebrity podcasts are just the host celebrity chatting with one of their celebrity buddies about whatever comes to their minds. There's no hard-hitting questions, no hard-hitting interview. Still, enough of an audience finds this drivel interesting, which in turn draws advertisement money and everybody eats, except for the listener. Celebrities are even taking over scripted shows, knocking out the journalist who did the investigation for the show in the first place. I've railed about this in the past, but this situation has reached a saturation point where many others are starting to take notice. With the COVID restrictions slowly lifting, hopefully these encroachers will again find employment in Hollyweird and go back to their day jobs, which is making movies for the CCP. China, China, China. The very popular and very free-to-use audio editing program, Audacity, has been acquired by an outfit named Muse Group. The new owners are promising to extend the open-source software's feature and still keep it free to use. I just don't see how Muse Groups intends to make money unless advertisements will be inserted. Some open-source software guys have already noticed that since Audacity's acquisition by Muse, Google's analytics have been added to the program. I guess that means user data will be sold for profit. If the new owners of Audacity can clean up the software's user interface and add new features like non-destructive editing, for example, they might just have a hit on their hands. Podnews.net points to an article from FAIR, F-A-I-R, which stands for Fairness and Accuracy in Reporting. 
It's an organization that skews very far to the left. They are worried about the looming podcast oligarchy caused by the consolidation of podcasting producers, hosting platforms, and ad services. I agree with them, but not for the reason they're worried about it. They are not worried about the independent podcast producers and hosts being squeezed out and silenced. No, they're worried that progressive podcasts will be shut out. This is an organization that considers NPR content to be in the middle of of the political spectrum. Replace progressive with communist and you'll see what this organization is really about. Hint, it's nothing to do with being fair. InsideRadio.com has an article whose headline asks, Are synthetic voices the next frontier for on-air talent? Well, yes. I believe Sonos uses various digital DJs for their streaming audio service. They're based on real humans, but eventually, why bother with pesky people who want to be paid for their time? To the future. Time for a rant. Well, I don't have the energy right now to do a rant, so I don't know what you'd call this. I have a question, though. Why is it that in the area in which I live, which is considered the New York metropolitan area, why is it that you can pick out the idiot drivers just by the model of vehicle they're driving? I don't know how it is where you are, but around here, this is really true. So here's my list. It's, it's not comprehensive, but I'll eventually get one. Number one vehicle of idiot drivers is Mercedes-Benz. Number two is its fellow German, Audi. Number three is the old-style Honda Pilot. I don't know why the newer Pilot drivers seem to be more well-behaved than their old-school brethren. Number four is the neckbeards and wannabe off-roaders favorite, Subaru. They, you can always tell them because they always have a bicycle or something mounted on, on the top of their, their vehicle. And bringing up the rear for now is the boy racer favorite, BMW. If you're driving around the New York metropolitan area on a crowded highway and you see these models, keep a wary eye on them because you just know they're going to do something stupid. Episode 81 is now over. Happy Memorial Day. I hope you scored a great deal on a mattress. It's sad, but most people in this country don't know what Memorial Day really stands for. Anyhow, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. Tell me what you liked and what you didn't like. I love hearing from you. So be safe, and I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, why don't you reflect on what Memorial Day really is and get off my lawn. I'm out. It's off to bed for me. I'll see you next week. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.